Because it's like I'm trying not to. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get comfortable amount of way. I'm I'm here. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Cool. Getting used to this. Yeah, definitely getting used to the yurt. The yurt. The yurt. Coming to you live from the yurt. Coming to you from the yurt. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of season seven of Beyond the Red Waste. I am Erica, as always, with Bob. Hi. Hello. 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 Tonight's episode was The Queen's Justice. Yes. As we watch Cersei continue to slowly spiral the drain of crazy. And I love it. And I'm a little mad I didn't pick her up for my fantasy team. <laughs> she didn't go until very late in the draft. Yeah, well... It's, it's... The fall is going to be spectacular when right. it does she's eventually not, happen. I mean, I'm not in your league because no one invited me. But uh, from what you've explained to me... When she does eventually give up the Iron Throne, she's going to lose a lot of points. That's a lot of points to lose the Iron Throne, yes. yes. So, well, the fall is going to be spectacular. So when when Cersei does ultimately get her comeuppance, because she's going to. She has a lot of comeuppance to, to, to like get there with. Right. It'll be um, spectacular. Very spectacular. <laughs> Though I guess you could already... I just, we still totally heard the sniff, honey. It's okay. I appreciate you trying, but we well, still as long you. as I'm just trying to keep it, you know, I'm trying not to do the sniff right on the mic, mm-hmm. at least. It's all right. Come out here. No bigs. <laughs> so a relatively, we, we didn't bounce around a lot this episode. Not as much as the last two. Mm-mm. Certainly not. We were mostly in King's Landing and mostly up in uh, Dragonstone with a brief respite over at Highgarden. And Castle Rock, two places that we hadn't seen previously. Well, yeah, we... And victims of the uh, time and space having no meaning anymore. Yeah. Though I do think that we're seeing... It, it is just... It, there's a lot of time passing in each of the episodes. Yes, it and must where be. In seasons past, it was all about the journey. We're no longer concerned with the journeying. We're just concerned about... What, right, what's happening... Right. We're just concerned about where we're going. Mm-hmm. And this episode, a, a shocking amount happened in this episode, even though, it doesn't, it, like, to me, it doesn't feel like it. But you got a lot of things that actually came together. Well, it's moving things into place. It actually, because the last couple episodes really did feel like a, a little bit, like, you had stuff happening, but it was table setting. Right. This, I mean, Danny and John meeting for the first time is huge. Fire and ice came together, Eric. Oh, Jesus Christ. They got to like cool it with the fucking... Fire and ice. They need to cool it with the title drops. That's getting a little like, guys. Guys. Do you think they're, do you think they're going hard on that just to piss George R.R. R. Martin off? Just to be like, hey. Hey. Hey, you hey. could have finished your books. You could have done this, but you didn't. But so you now didn't. this is happening. So... Um, do, how do we want to run this down? Do we want to just kind of go by... Or should we just be like, this is what happened in Dragonstone, this is what happened in King's Landing? Um, I think for this episode, uh, we should probably just go in chronological order. Okay. Because this that was the way things played out really uh, 
you know, there are episodes where you can bounce around and it's kind of inconsequential. Mm-hmm. But I think the way the order in which things happen, this episode was much more important because, you know, we start in Dragonstone with uh, John arriving. John landing. John right. landing and uh, being greeted by Tyrion and Miss Andi. Um and that was a fun little reunion right there. And Well, and that's kind of the whole point of these last couple seasons, right? It's it's these characters finally getting back together. And because a, a lot has changed. Right. Since the last time they saw each other. Last time they saw each other was in season one, I want to say, right? The little sniping between John and Tyrion is oh, it's outstanding. delightful. Yeah, it's great. Because John doesn't believe his line of bullshit. Or he does. He trusts him and he, you know, thinks of him as a, a good man. But he's just kind of like... What are you fucking talking about? It, it really does harken back to their relationship in season one. Right. It's like, I believe you were pissing off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy to think it was, you know, that long ago. I know, right? But, um, so then uh, very soon thereafter. But what they did there was they took all of the Northmen's weapons and took their boat. So John's just kind of stuck there. Right. Which is kind of like, okay, well, okay, that's not really in good faith. No. I mean, obviously, it's smart to take their weapons away, and, you know, John is a bit of an idiot, so he's just like, yeah, sure, whatever, fine. Yeah. Because I think he's kind of, he's so single-mindedly focused on the White Walkers mm-hmm. that anything else is just like, he's like, I don't fucking care, just... Do whatever we need to get to this point so that there's something left to fight over. But he does know he needs to retain the loyalty of the Northern Lords. Yes. Which, yes. you know, we see uh, in the in the throne room when he does meet Danny and he's like, no, I'm not bending the fucking knee. Right. Exactly. Well, he's not stupid. Right. And... You know, they bicker back and forth, and in the in the same way that he's so narrowly focused on, so is Danny. Danny is too, right? And there's there is a little bit of naivety in Danny's approach because she's always kind of operated on this. Well, you know, it's my birthright. Right. Everyone's just going to fall in line. I'm supposed to be here. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like. No. Not so much. That's not how it really works. No. No. No, 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 no. no. You got to convince people to your side. And, you know, so in as later in the episode shows, like, it's not going to be the waltz that she thought it would be. Exactly. Well, you know, all of her kind of, as we see at the end of the episode, um, all of her allies that she kind of had... Those houses are in ruin now, for the they most are. part. Well, they were shit houses. High Garden wasn't a shit house. Eh. Your shit house. Shut up. I I'm not gonna say I didn't love Lady Elena. <sighs> she was the best. My girl. But High Garden was still shit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking. You're an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> no, what's her face? Um, I can't remember her name right now. Oh my god. She was Renly's queen, and then she was Tommen's queen. What the fuck is her name? Oh, um. The dozens are screaming at us right now. You the dozens that, are right? screaming. They're like, you guys run a you guys goddamn are so fucking stupid Game of Thrones podcast. You don't remember anybody's goddamn name. No. 
Marjorie. There it is. Yes. We got there. We did. We did not look it up. We did not. Dozens. No. I did. I don't dozens, edit. Dozens. We didn't. I don't. Look ed- it up. This is the cast. I don't edit. So there was no like, no uh, space cut out there as we frantically searched on our phones. <laughs> no, Bob pulled that out of his ass to save us there. No, I liked Marjorie. I liked Loris. It's they were interesting. They just they never were. really got the chance to shine. Well, because I mean, the whole the whole point of the show is anyone who plays the game, you're fucked. You're gonna die. You're gonna die horribly. Right. You may sit atop the throne for a while, but well, because the whole point of this is changing from the old guard. Right. That's what the kind of gist of this show is. And at the end of this all, assuming the White Walkers don't kill everyone, they need to form a constitution and a Congress, and they need to accept democracy into their hearts. Yes, because that's been working for us so well. Uh, but yeah, no, there, and you notice who really, um, you know, got the ass about him. You know, High Garden got just destroyed. High Garden is gone. Um, right. The Greyjoys that were going to support Danny are gone. Are gone. Um, well, that scene with Theon was amazing, where the like Ironborn, if you had tried, they pull be him here. out of the water, and then they're just like stepping over him because it's like you're just you're so fucking worthless. Yeah, this needs to be building towards something. He needs to have this ultimate moment of like redemption and like heroism. Otherwise, it's just kind of like, what is the point of you? Right. Why are we wasting valuable screen time? Even if it, he was on screen, what, 20 seconds, 30 seconds this episode? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be ultimately saving his sister, laying down his life for it's gotta be one something. of the Starks. But right. it's just like, if Theon is still around, there needs to be a reason for it. Right. Because, I, mean, I mean, you could make the argument that if Theon hadn't survived that or whatever, and he wasn't still around, you can make the argument that, you know, they brought the Sand Snakes and Laria and Ar- and um, Asha back just for Cersei to torture him and for Cersei to be oh, great God. on screen. Oh, but, but we'll talk about that in a second. But Theon is like, no, th- there's got to be there's something There's a reason, more. and if there's not, this this is very poor screenwriting. Yeah. Uh, now we're assuming Asha is still alive. Yes. Yeah, we didn't see all we saw of Asha today was that she was dragged to Cersei. Right, but he didn't leave her with Cersei. Euron didn't leave her with Cersei. No. So he took her back. So who the fuck knows? Like something to obviously horrific and terrible. Probably. Which yeah. I appreciate them not showing us because I got it. Game of Thrones. Right. Um. What was I going to say? But Euron continues to be just a joy. He's fun. He's having he's a good a time. He's a fun villain. Right. He's having himself a good time. And his needling of Jamie, uh, I enjoy as th- well. Does she like it in the back? <laughs> a finger in the butt, I finger believe. In the butt, finger in the butt. This is what he butt. said. Right? I, didn't hear, I didn't hear it exactly. Yeah. But I got because the gist of it. Because at this point, it's like everybody, even Jamie, is, is, is still trying to be like secretive about it. And Cersei's just like, I'm a fucking queen, dude. Like. Everybody fucking knows. Right. Why are, cares. why are we still doing? Like, like we don't have to hide anymore. It's fine. And there's very clearly, like, some sort of hesitation on Jamie's part. But whenever it, it hits his head, like, he, he thinks about it for a second, and then he just moves on. Right, right. Well, you had it today where he she comes in after torturing the sand snakes and is like, well, I'm ready to go, so let's do this. I do appreciate that they're like, they have him say no, but then, like, they, they continue. 
Mm-hmm. I really think that's what they thought they were doing when he, like, rapes her in front of Joffrey. Yeah. That's the scene. Like, if they had done it that way, okay. Because yeah. he said no, but then it was, he kind of got into it. Well, and I do wonder, you know, is it a, was it for them a matter of learning from that experience? I mean, I think that they did. I just, I always go back to that as just like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? Right. Yeah, that's one of those scenes they should have just, they really should have focus grouped it. And because I could see, like, in the... Even focus group, just... Well, I could see... I use could, some common fucking sense. Well, I could see, you know, it happens in any artistic medium where you think you're saying one thing, and when you put it in the lens of someone else, it says a completely different thing. Well, I think what the issue is, is you have too many male eyes on something, and we can get into a whole big fucking thing here. It's a male-dominated industry, and everybody that's watching it is like, oh, yeah, totally. That's so right. cool. Right. Yeah. If you got some more female eyes behind the camera, on set, involved in this shit, be but a little different. There, yeah. I mean, there definitely needs to be more women involved in it. But the other side of it is, you know, there's the whole, how can you make everything perfectly diverse? You can't. No, you can't. You can't, but... but when I was at a, the conference... That scene was so universally just like... Right. That's not what that was. Well, what they failed to... What they really... What I think they failed to do in that scene was... It, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, a talk I heard at the conference I went to a few months ago where they were talking about diversity and the woman who was presenting it uh, for the industry that I work in, um, she was saying, you know, it's important that we have this and everything. And she said... You know, you you can't have a 50-50 split of men and women. It's not going to happen. But you need to consider the other uh, demographics and, uh, you know, the thoughts of other people. So it's like even if you can't get your crew to be, uh, you know, get a more women or more women of color or, you know, get that demographic representation in your actual crew – you do need to take it back and put it in the lens of other people. And I think that falls a lot on your, uh, that fall, that should, the studios should be doing that more. They should be taking what, you know, these content creators are giving them and saying, okay, here's, we need to kind of source this out. Cause if you, if you look at something and it doesn't strike you as weird, you're not going to know it, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily make you a horrible person. I'm not saying it makes them a horrible person, but that's not what I'm saying. No, but hire more women to have behind the camera and then shit like that won't happen. You're st- it's still going to happen though. That's my point. I know it's still going to happen, but if you hire more women, it'll then happen as less. we move on in the future, it'll right. happen less. But what if you just hire white women? I'm not saying to just hire white women. I know. But so that's my point is you are completely correct. You need more women behind the camera, but you need to you need to also take steps to. You should be considering. Other, considering I understand what you're saying. You right. should be considering other things, but I don't want it to just be no. Okay, well we'll consider other things and we won't like. And again, I have no control over what anybody like says or does or who they hire for their bullshit. But mm-hmm. all I'm saying is that scene that was a rape scene. Yeah. Whatever they may have thought or said, that was a rape scene. This one, 
was how that scene should have played out. Yes, you're right. As I always am. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <sighs> Where were we? We okay. So we were talking about Jamie, and yeah. So he's like, he's got this hesitation, and they're showing it, but he's not. He's he's just barreling right past it and saying, "No, she's probably gonna be the end of me." But no, and you could see when right when he has that conversation conversation at the very end of the episode with Oleana, he knows he knows he just doesn't really care. It hasn't reached a point for him yet where he's like. This is bananas. Yeah. So he's still beyond. He's still before the red line in the sand. Yeah. He's I don't still... know what the red line in the sand is going to be, because I love her. I love her dearly. But Cersei, Cersei Cray. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see what that red line is because you know all the kids are gone now, so that's not there. He doesn't. Militarily, Casterly Rock is not important to him. No. Um, well, and he doesn't seem to blame Cersei for any of the kids. No. Being dead, which is bonkers to me, because maybe not Joffrey so much, because as you know, we we all know Joffrey was a cunt, which is reiterated in this episode, to my great joy. Uh, Marcella, we didn't really know, but Marcella was kind of. You know, a, a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. She kind of got caught up in it all. Yep. Uh, but Tommen, there's a direct line from Cersei did this, so Tommen killed himself. Yeah. The fact that Jamie's kind of like, hmm, is a little weird. I, I like that she is trying to play off uh, what happened at the Sept as an accident. And everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah. and you're not fucking your brother. Okay, sure. sweetheart, sure. Um. So, you know, and then we kind of we see since we're on Cersei, we let's let's save Cersei. Uh, save, uh, you want to yeah, come we'll, back to Cersei? We'll okay, save Cersei. we'll come back to Cersei. So, um, so after, yeah, okay. So, well, and the final scene, uh, Oleana ultimately, you know, Jamie's like, I talked Cersei down from all of this horrific shit she wants to do to you. Here's some poison. Drink it in your wine and let's just... It's over. It's done. Right. So that's when Oliana is like, oh yeah, by the way, you didn't kill Joffrey. Mm, sorry. sorry. That was amazing. Oh yeah. Well, I, I had forgotten because it was so like, well, of course, they, they did it. Um, That no one really... That hadn't been said yet. So what I think is very interesting was did Jamie actually think Tyrion killed Joffrey? Well, didn't he didn't in the show I can't I'm gonna mix the show and the book up. I, I no, I do think Tyrion told Jamie that he killed Joffrey. Yes. But it was in that moment of like he he was flustered and angry. So I to me it didn't come off as him being sincere. Obviously, because he didn't do it, but Right. Well, and I don't really know how Jamie read it. I feel like in in the context of the show, um, Jamie did actually believe he did it. Um, but, you know, now you have Oleana admitting to it. And in a situation where she wouldn't lie. And you could see on his face as 
he realized what because she doesn't just outright say i killed joffrey oh she, no, no 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 she's like oh yeah I, I enjoyed watching like i didn't know it was gonna happen but i really fucking enjoyed it because your son was a cunt so right it was you know so it was like Okay, so Tyrion definitely didn't do it. Well, and that'll be interesting to hear, see if Jamie takes that back to Cersei. Because that's the one thing that could turn Jamie. If she still wants to kill Tyrion, even though he didn't kill. Well, I mean, he did still kill their father. But, he did. I mean, I, but I mean, I think even Jamie could see. Yeah, you could see why Tyrion would have killed uh, Tywin. Well, and. Tywin sentenced him to die. Right. So you put a gun to his head. Um, but if, if you know, Cersei wants to go after him for the... She she refuses to believe that he wasn't involved. Well, I don't it, think Cersei cares at this point. It doesn't matter if she's going to be like, well, I don't give a fuck if he didn't, he didn't kill Joffrey. Just want him dead anyways. Don't care. Yeah. I want him dead. That that could be the line. That's the last thing ja- Jamie might care about. I mean, I could see Jamie ultimately... I don't know if there's going to be a reunion with Brienne at some point where that's going to kind of, you know, get the neurons firing, but... Well, because... Or if he just starts to care or sees the devastation to the realm, or there's got to be something. Right, because we've established very well in this series that Jamie's motivations are complicated. Yes. And hard to predict. Correct. And so, who knows? We do know... Uh, for book readers, that the last thing we know about Jamie is that he's in the north with Brienne looking for the Brotherhood of Banners. I thought they were in the Riverlands. They might have been in the Riverlands. Well, I thought Brienne was leading him to uh, Lady Stoneheart. Well, they're looking for the Brotherhood without Banners. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's been a while since I've... So... I mean, I ultimately never read the fifth book, but thank you, O Wiki of Ice and Fire. <laughs> so, so, if... So, we don't know where it could because that could be telling. And I, I am know. gonna change a prediction here. I don't know that Cersei's gonna die this season. I still think she's dead this season. Yeah, no, because I think that there needs to be that moment. Jamie needs to have Jamie has to have a choice, and she still needs to be alive, so there's actual repercussions for that choice. Mm-hmm. He needs to choose go against her. Yeah. I think is what they're ultimately leading up towards with him. I I agree with you. And I still think it's going to happen this season. See, I don't know. If, if for no other reason than a practical one uh, for, uh, how do you say her last name? Lena Headey? Sure. Headley, something like he- that. Headey. Um, uh, she's going to want to grow her hair back for other roles. And if she comes Isn't back. Isn't that a wig? Is it a wig? I always assumed it was a wig. I mean, maybe. Because it doesn't look great, so I just assumed it was a wig. Maybe. Um, either, well, the other thing either is, way, sh- if she's not coming back, I feel like we would have... there. You hear about that stuff. I don't know. And I know Game of Thrones likes to think they can keep shit under wraps, but... Well, Game of Thrones is always good at keep is is bad at keeping things under wraps because people see what happens on set because they can see it. No, right, 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 right. But even, like, it... I just feel like it would have gotten out. I'm starting to think that she's probably going to be back for the final season. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I'm. I'm kind of I, where I, I'm at right yeah. now. Uh, but no, just because Jamie needs to make that that choice, and I think that she needs to be alive for that to have 
meaningful repercussions. But right. So it's true. So. Uh, so we did say that Tyrion uh, was going to have some sort of, might have had some sort of repression for the shit going down with the plan failing. Mm-hmm. With the ships, with the Greyjoys, and with the Dornish women. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem that anything had happened. No. Um, it really doesn't. I think uh, we saw in the preview for next week that this week's failures there are going to be changes um well i think we see some dragon action next uh, next week yeah i think those you saw the lannister army marching what was it on high garden right at the end right we don't see that battle they take high garden fine whatever they right. did say they are going to go back and try and take castle rock and you've got euron out there with his ships attacking the unsullied ships I think Danny's going to come and lay waste with the dragons. Now, the other interesting thing there, because at the end of this episode, people, the, her advisors were like, we don't want you. You can't go by yourself. Right. You need, because you, you, you're just, it's, all it takes is a stray arrow. So, are we getting other dragon riders? That could be interesting. Well, I think what you're going to have to see in the next episode or two um, is for one of the dragons to confront John in some way. Yeah. Um, and for him to be able to get close to him. Which, if that's the case, then I think we need to take a whole different reading of that scene with Tyrion and the dragons from last season. Well, and that's always been a big fan theory is that Tyrion is... Doff your tinfoil hats. Doff your tinfoil hats. Why do we not have tinfoil hats in the yurt? We need turnfoil turnfoil. We need tinfoil hats in the yurt. We need tinfoil hats in the yurt. Um, No, so the the theory is that... um, Oh, and just so you you folks know how much we love you, how much we adore you, the dozens, we have built the jankiest recording booth in our little room downstairs... That we, we are now referring to as the yurt, which I'm sure is offensive to someone, but we love it because we love you. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> and assuming... Uh, the, the jank is strong with the yurt. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty good. It's janky as fuck, honey. It's okay. It, it's for... It, sound insulation is expensive, so the solution that we you came up with... Pretty good, but let's not act like this isn't janky as fuck, and that's fine. You gotta, you gotta steer into the jank. Like my booth. It's a yurt. Actually, it would be. We should just actually, uh, like, just admit this room is just like a workshop room. Yes, but Bob, where will I play Stardew Valley? Upstairs. I don't want to play it upstairs. I want to play it on our super high-powered PC. Those graphics need the super high-powered PC. I'm not saying you can't use the super high-powered Where PC. Where will I play Undertale? We'll run. We'll run another. We'll run another display cable upstairs, so you can use it upstairs. Maybe we'll see. You can play. We'll you, see. Well, and you can play Stardew Valley on the couch now using the Steam Link. 
So it's an option. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Yeah. It's an option. Anyways, we got distracted in we the did. game territory. Sorry about that, folks. Um, no, so the, so the fan theory is that Tyrion is actually a Targaryen um, because his mother cheated on him or cheated on, on Tywin. Tywin. With well, no, no, no. The going theory, not that the, she she cheated, that she was raped by the Mad King, because the Mad King is a fucking. Monster. Oh, is that it? Okay, I believe so. Yes. I mean, that's entirely possible. It's also Game of Thrones. We just the Game of Thrones. There's no cheating. Just rape. Right. Just rape. Um, it's a good time, feel good show. It is. So. But no, I think that if John has a moment with one of the dragons, then we definitely do need to revisit that Tyrion has. Some sort of connection as well, then. Right, and they've played that up since the beginning of the show. Right, right, so, right, right. Well, and now we have uh, Brands back in the mix. Yes. Saying that he can see Everything. anything, anyone. It's all fragments. But let's come back to Bran. Yeah, we'll we'll because that has far-reaching repercussions. Yeah, because we haven't as talked well. about anything in Winterfell yet. Um, so why don't we wrap up Dragonstone then? Sure. Uh, we there were a lot of great conversations. The Brooding Hill. The br- the Ronaldo Brooding Hill. I got a kick out of that. The Brooding Hill. <laughs> oh, you come up here to brood too? <laughs> um, no one did Tyrion say you look a lot better doing it than I do. Yeah. <laughs> That it, it have conversation a great was back and forth there as well, but it's just Tyrion like trying to kind of pull those strings, kind of behind the scenes, because it's like he can't say this shit in front of Daenerys. Well, right, and Tyrion had the advice that John needed, which right. was, "You came down here asking for something insane." Right. Exactly. Give me something I can actually help you with. Exactly. And so we, he asks for the dragon glass and. He and Danny have a little conversation later in the episode where he she is going to allow him and his men to mine the dragon glass. And she'll provide him with people to assist as well. I was a little disappointed part of that conversation wasn't, you know, why doesn't he just bend the knee to me? Um, because- yeah, but I think at the same time, it's like we've covered that. We covered that in the throne room. Well, no, I, I think I... I think because she, I think she needs to see that it's go. You know, it's going to take more than that, that was, was a snort and a half. We, we caught that, Bob. That was a Bob the dog snort. We apologize. You know, she needs to see that she's she's going to have to let John go that without bending the knee, right? And that you know, if she as long as she does, there is a chance to come together later. Right. Um, and so, I don't know. So, it's a little weird to me that that wouldn't be addressed, but well, I, no, for what expediency... What I think is ultimately going to happen is she's going to see all of my allies in Westeros have been laid to waste. Right, and so now... So, I, now I do need... Do need John. I do need the men in the North, and in order to do that, maybe I can't come in here and be all like fire and brimstone, whatever... Because she's not just marching over everything like she thought she was going to be able to do. No. Because she decided to take the heart path. Which is in her favor. Because, mm-hmm. you know, John. Well, like they reiterated this episode, they you would have taken King's Landing, but you don't want to fucking kill everyone. Right. And that's admirable. Yes. 
So, uh... We also had a scene, though, we can't leave Dragonstone without talking about, um... Varys with, uh... Tan Varys. Very Tan Varys with, uh... What, oh, Messalandre? How do you fucking say her name? Melisandre. Melisandre. We're the worst. I'm sorry, folks. I can't be bothered. <laughs> the red I've woman. Been, I've been the keeper of names today. The keeper of names Somet- today. Sometimes it's taken me a little while Sometimes to remember. I'm the keeper of names. My name's Dad. Right? He's the worst. Um, No, I thought that was pretty good. Because that kind of dropped a whole nother, like, oh, fuck, kind of little moment there. Where uh, <laughs> someone wants some attention, Mr. Bob the dog. You know, see, here, here's the problem with more professional sound booths you can't get interruptions from little Boston Terriers. Exactly. He'd find a way in. Yurts, though. He'd find a way. He, he has penetrated the yurt, yes. <laughs> the yurt has been compromised. Um, no, we get uh, Varys and the Red Woman, and uh, she's like, I'm bouncing. I'm heading out to Volantis. I, you know, I didn't part on great terms with John and Sir Davos, so I'm, I'm bouncing. I'm going to leave. Right. But then she says that, no, it's it's my fate to die in this country, as is uh, yours. And Varys is like, oh, fuck. So, which is upsetting, because I've been predicting that Varys is going to make it to the end, so... Well, he still very well made. He could, he could, but I you thought know, that was a big be... kind of, like, thunk sort of, oh, fuck. Well, and I, well, that could just simply mean that you're meant to be here... Right. ...making sure everything... Right, that's very true. ...and you'll true. die here, an old man, after saving the realm. It's also, though, like, why would... What reason does she have to come back? Unless she's ultimately going to be, because there's the the story of um, what's his name, Azor High, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, with the sword. Was it Flamebringer, something like that? Right. Lightkeeper, Lightbringer, Lightbringer, something light or fire related. He uh, tempered that sword by stabbing it into the heart of his wife, and then pulled it out, and it was became the sword that defeated, you know, the Night King. I want to say. Right. Um. Aaron, I'm sorry if I'm getting the lore wrong. Uh, Aaron and is so disappointed he is. right now. He's like jumping off the roof. He's so angry at me right now. Um, uh, so is that her fate? Because it's all, oh, well, if John and Danny start fucking, which they are clearly going to start doing... It's going to be, I don't want either of those characters to be shunted up to the side as, oh, well, let me stab my blade into you to temper it because either John is Azor Ahai or Danny is. So, I don't know. So you forgot to take your tinfoil hat off. Did I? Is it still on? Yeah. Sorry. Crinkle, <laughs> crinkle, 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 crinkle. <laughs> uh, so shall we, anything else on Dragonstone? Um, let me take a look. Uh, uh, oh, we already talked about fire and ice. Um, yeah, they need to they need to cool it with that. They need to cool it with the with the title drops. <laughs> uh, I mean, do we want to talk about Jorah here? Yeah, that was kind of kind one of off. related. Yeah. yeah, so we do. We see Jorah is uh, he's proclaimed cured. Of uh, grayscale. I always want to say dragon scale, but it's grayscale. Yeah. Um, by the Archmaester, 
got it right this week. And, um, he is like, okay, you know, um, he's free to go. Uh, still crazy to me that this is just, was taken care of over the course of, like, ten minutes. Where in seasons past, this would be a definite, like, season-long arc. Right. But that's just kind of, that's the world we live in now. Um... So, uh, Sam doesn't get booted out. I thought for sure he'd get booted, but mm-hmm. the Archmaester is like, eh, no, you should be proud, but you still gotta, like, do all this right. kind of meaningless... Well, it was, it, was, it was actually, like, a really pragmatic solution, because on one hand, the, the Archmaester knows it's like, okay, if there's some, this idiot can actually do this successfully right. with... Just by reading a book, we probably want him here. Right, we probably should keep him around. But he still broke the rules. Because he's willing to take those risks, and, you know, that's a good kind of quality to have. So now we have uh, Jorah, I'm sure, will show up in Dragonstone next episode. Yeah, we'll actually get to next episode, and he'll have been there for three weeks. Yeah, chilling, pina colada, nice tan. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. But I, I, I... like the parting between him and Sam. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll meet again. So I'm almost thinking that they might send Sam to be the maester at Dragonstone. Because Dragonstone currently doesn't have a maester. Well, they can't. Because he's tied to the Night's Watch. Well, we'll see if there's a Night's Watch at the end of this, this season. Well, we'll see what the hell happens. with. The... Here's the whole thing with Old Town. He doesn't have time to become a maester. No. That takes years. Right. And as much as time and space don't matter, they matter. That's the kind of thing too much. where, right, right, right. You know? You're very, you're very right. So what, so his time in Old Town has got to be coming to I end. would imagine that toward, in the next couple episodes, he's going to be like, all right, I got what I need to know. Unless his, his, that is just where he stays. Or, and he ends up just sending ravens to john to let him know what's going on right and his place is there and it all ends with him writing a book there and back again (laughs) you know i think i'll call it a game of thrones no it'll be a song of ice and fire and we'll all want to just like stab q-tips in our ears (laughs) not pausing when there's resistance so, should we bounce to... Do you want to hit Winterfell real quick? Uh, da, 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 da. So, what what did we talk about? We've talked about Dragonstone. We've talked about Old Town. We hit the ending a little bit. Um, We talked about... Did we talk about Casterly Rock? A little, but I think we'll... Let's save that we'll for save when that we... save that for the last yeah. of Cersei. Uh, and, and we talked, we did cover High Garden. Yes. Um, so yeah, let's. I'm sure we'll come back to that a little bit, but. Right, with the Cersei ness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Winterfell. Uh, so. You only really get, what, a scene or two there? Yeah, it's not much. No. But. It's kind of a check in. We see Sansa kind of running shit and running shit well. Right. You know, very kind of pragmatic, very well lit. Good leader. She's been through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. She knows what's up. You get um, Littlefinger barking in her ear again. And she's just like, go the fuck away. You're right. Because she, she knows. So I'm really glad they keep showing that. She's like, yeah, I, I, okay, yeah. 
Well, and he says to her, you know, I know Sansa better than any, or not Sansa. Cersei. Cersei better than anyone here. And she's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Right. Uh, she's like, yeah, she killed my, my mother and my brother and my father. I think I, yeah. I got it. And I, yeah, I think I, I think I know. And good for her for sticking up for herself. Right. She is done with Littlefinger shit. Sansa's done with everybody's shit. She's just like, nah, nah, no more. Um, And then we get a Ron, reunion. Right. Though he's just very much like just staring off into space. Like, he's nope. like weird as shit. Yeah, I'm not a Stark anymore. I'm not Bran anymore. I'm the anymore. three-eyed raven. I'm the three-eyed raven. I, I appreciated San, uh, Sansa's dialogue in that conversation was purely what everybody else is thinking. Well, and it goes back to what I've always said. <coughs> yeah, I don't cut stuff out of this uh, podcast. I know. So. That was Bob coughing, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Sorry, you got to live with that. <laughs> I appreciate that you moved away from your mic, though. I tried. Um, I, I still maintain that if in the fifth season they had taken at least you know a scene or two to establish what was going on with Bron, Bron, Bran, and uh, I was just happy to see Bron at the end of the I episode. I know. I said we didn't get any any words of wisdom. We from got him. a good we got a good quote though because yeah, that was outstanding. Um. Yeah, Bran is just kind of like, no, I'm a three-eyed raven now, and yeah. He starts talking about her wedding night to Ramsay, and she's like, bitch, I gotta go. Right. I don't need to relive this shit. But not only do I think that that's kind of, that's how they're gonna, you know, figure out what's the deal with Jon, mm-hmm. obviously. That's how you can figure out what the deal is with Tyrion. Yeah. Really, anything. That you need to know. You've just got this, like, YouTube here about the history of Westeros. So anything you need, he's your man. Right. So. It it will be interesting to see um, at this point that he's back at Winterfell now. What well, that, uh, that's, impact And everybody knows have. he's back because there was a big crowd around them. It's not like he just kind of snuck in the side door. Right. Everybody knows he's back. Well, and I could... I'm curious. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it because of the pacing of the show and kind of where they are. Excuse me. But uh, it would be interesting to see if they end up throwing like a little element of, well, he's supposed to be Lord now. Oh, no, I think that'll definitely happen. You think so? A little bit, maybe for like over the course of an episode, but... Well, and it's going to make a big difference when John gets back. Because I think as long as, you know, with Sansa there and she's running things and whatever. But when John gets back, you know, they could be like, well, you know, we got a trueborn son now. So thanks, John. Well, there's that. But on the other hand, look at all that John's done for the North. Right. And we are kind of throwing out the playbook, the, the regularities, right? It doesn't. The, the way shit was before doesn't matter anymore. Well, and, he, and John doesn't care. No, John would ultimately, he's like, I... If he was just a general... Go the fuck ahead, be... just, we need to take care of this. Right. So, um... So it'll be, I, I would imagine Littlefinger's going to seize upon that. To try and... And that's ultimately going to lead to his downfall. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't mess with the wolf pack. No one can see. No one can see. You can see. I can. I'm not going to too sweet you, though. You don't deserve it. 
Bullet Club for life. Um, so shall we talk uh, the queen bitch of the universe? We shall. Oh, Cersei. Cersei's so She's, great. Oh my god, I fucking love her. So basically, uh, Euron drags the Sand Snakes and um, Yara through the streets, presents the Sand Snakes to Cersei, and she bas- she tells him, okay, when the war's won, we're good. We'll go for it. Right. Uh, which led to that scene that we spoke about a little earlier where Euron is fucking with Jaime. Mm-hmm. And um, so immediately after that, we, we get... Uh, the, uh, a nice echo of the scene from the finale from last year with the Septa. Which is just like, oh, oh, my burn it down crazy, Cersei. Yeah, she is, they, she has just the best ways of messing with people. Oh, it's not even messing, it's... <laughs> torture. Yeah, tor- straight up torture. Right. Um, well, it, it, it really... It, it speaks so much to her character. Uh, and, and, you well, know, Cersei's not concerned with being loved. She no. doesn't care about that. No. She is driven... She's like her father. Right. She wants to be feared. Right. And, you know, there was... Uh... But, but Tywin wouldn't go to the lengths that Cersei does. Tywin would be fine with just killing you. No, I don't think so. Are you not aware of where the Reigns of Castamere comes from? Yes, I know. Are you? I don't think you are. I don't know. I think she's so, so what cruel. No, 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 no. What happened with House, what is it, House Rain and House, I forget the other house. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is Castamere. And I think Castamere was where they were from. They heard all of, he has them heard all of the people into like the mines underneath those cities or those towns or whatever, those castles, mm-hmm. blocks them and then floods them, killing literally everyone. Tywin was a bastard, too. Oh, yeah. He was hard. I don't know. I see a difference between them. Um, Tywin was more measured. Okay, maybe that's it. He was a little more calculated. He yeah. was a, a sniper rifle, whereas Cersei is a shotgun. Yes. that's Okay, that's a better comparison. And he considered the ramifications of his actions. Right. Cersei doesn't. No. Cersei's just like, I'll deal with that later. This is what we're dealing with now. That that scene, though, was so... Because te- she's sitting here and she's saying, I understand why you did what you did. Well, we all know exactly where this is going. It's just a matter of, okay, how are you going to kill this poor young woman? Right. I understand what you did what you did. and uh, But I'm on top. And uh, you're in my dungeon with the cleave glag, and I'm gonna, you know, kiss your daughter with the same poison that you used on mine. Enjoy the show. Oh, it's so cruel. It's so it's great. Um. Uh, well, that though means that what's her name? Ilaria. Yeah, there you go, Ilaria, and she's leaving her alive. Right. Like Cersei said that. She's like, no, nah, if you don't feed, we'll force feed you. Your ass is going to sit in here and watch and your daughter's watch her rot. bones rot. This is a thing that you're going to have to deal with. So when King's Landing is eventually taken, I mean, there's potential for her to be to be saved. Uh, I, I, 
Yes, there is. I think she's just. You just think we're it's Dorn and we don't give a fuck about Dorn, so we're just writing well, I it think off. It, I think it goes back to the comparison between the old way of doing things and the new way of doing things, and I think you know, I, I think her story is done. You might Dorn never even had a story though. No. I don't know. I just think they're so because Dorn is still out there. I mean, we haven't. Yeah, it's a question of. What, yeah, I mean, you've got the Dornish army. I mean, it is entirely possible that we just kind of brush it off the table and we never speak of them again. Right. I, well, I don't think so, only because there is the Dornish army and they will want uh, revenge for what mm-hmm. happened, but you don't have any lord left in uh, the Sun Sphere. That we know of. Right. You know, you've basically killed... Well, I also don't think we're at the point of introducing any new characters either, though. Right. So, we we might be done with Dorne, or we might not be done with Hilaria. With, yeah, I don't know. If that was a harder... This one's harder to peg, but I... Gut check says her story's done. Yeah. Um, but then I go back to the same thing we were talking about, Theon. Don't... Why... I mean... I guess she's alive only in, like, the sense that she's stuck under the fucking, you know, the keep. But I don't know. I don't know. No, and the way they kept showing her, like, staring at the mountain, I don't know. I, I, I don't think she's necessarily... I don't think she's done, personally. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, then we get uh, something that... I've been talking about for like two seasons now. Well, since we first saw um, the Iron Bank, right? It's the Iron Bank, isn't it? Right. Of Bravos, uh, meet with Stannis back yes. in fuck. What was that season three, season four? Four, five. I don't know. Four or five, somewhere in there. It was a while ago though. Um, and they backed Stannis, right. thinking that he had the proper claim. He had the numbers. He's going to be the one that's going to take. The Iron Throne. We saw how that ended up. Right. But we also know that the Lannisters don't have any... The the mines under Castle Rock are completely taken. Right. Are all uh, empty. It's done. And that the crown is severely in debt to the Iron Bank. So that's why he's paying a visit. Yes. And that conversation was very interesting. And I was... I was a little surprised by it and the way it went at first, but uh, at this point, the Iron Bank has got to be, like, just fucking pissed off. We just want our money. Right. And just, like, it's got to be, you know, Cersei, you know, he's just, he, Cersei's like, oh, well, you're taking bets on who's going to win. And he says, no, we don't take bets. We make investments. It's like, that's just a fancy way of saying you're it. Right. It's a fucking bet. And, you know, I think the important thing in that is that, you know, that really says a lot to the fact that the Iron Bank really doesn't know what's going on. And they just want their money. Right. Well, and it looks like from the preview from last or the next episode. They're going to bet on Cersei. Money is on the way from Highgarden. But what we know from some of the preview trailers... We see Jamie in his armor riding across, you know, these devastated fields of soldiers, fields of soldiers. Mm-hmm. Those dragons are coming into play. 
Well, it, w the other thing we saw in the preview for next week is Danny says, I'm tired of the clever solutions. Right. Let's just fucking fight. Blunt instrument dragons. Right. It is dragon o'clock. Right. Because, you know, her her allies have been devastated. Right. And uh, she doesn't have any, really any other options. No, no, you need to get the dragons going now because you've got the Unsullied at Casterly Rock. They did end up taking the castle, but they're under siege now. Right. From Euron's, and I think Euron might even get it. And he might be done too in the next episode or two. Well, so because this was three, we got four to go. So you would, you'd imagine next episode a fair amount will happen. Then you'll get one episode of setup. Right. The penultimate episode of shit ton will happen. And then last will be kind of... Well, the last episode is an hour and a half, though. Right. So I don't know that we're going to get the typical, it's the second to last episode. Tony orders the hit on whoever, and it's right. It's the bloodbath. Right. So it, it, the, the structure's a little different. So we'll see what happens. Uh it's, but uh, you're not wrong to think that because that's the way it's always been, right? Right. So they could compress that into the final episode a little bit. I just bit. think because that episode is going to be an hour and a half, we're going to get a lot. I mean, we're probably going to get shit happening in episode nine, too. Right. But I think then maybe episode seven, wall comes down, White Walkers are in the Seven Kingdoms proper. Yeah, I think... They need to be in Westeros before the by the end of the season. Correct. Um, and I don't know, like there's a lot to resolve, but at the same way, if you notice, I was thinking about this the way they shot this episode. You know, the siege on Casterly Rock and on High Garden in previous seasons. Each one of those would be a full episode. Oh, that'd be an episode nine. Right. right. It'd be the Battle of Blackwater. It'd be, right, Watchers on the Wall. It'd be Hard Home. I mean, right. it's... But, right. But, you know, and, and part of the way they're going about it um, says that, you know, there's the obvious we need to fucking get through this shit quick. Right. But the other thing that kind of says is this isn't important. Right. Ultimately. Well, and that's that's kind of what this whole season is about, right? Right. None These of this matters. petty squabbles mean nothing if we can't stop the Night King. Right. You know and nothing, Jon Snow. Right. And except the long one night. thing. Right, exactly. You got that one thing. <laughs> but no, if they don't stop that, then there's nothing. It's done. It's over. Right. So it, it's cool to see. Um, it is nice to see, like, that even the, that the filmmaking... Uh, for these episodes is, you know, also is reinforces what method, they're trying to say. There's a method to the madness. Yeah. I mean, I know some folks that we've spoken to have been like, the pacing is terrible. What I liked about the show before is gone. And there's some merit to that because yeah. the show was very much in those details. That's what made it great. Well, and it, you're not getting to spend time with like right. fan favorites like Bran or the Hound. Or, you don't, you know, and it, it's an, it's it's annoying. It really it's, is. It's a different show now. It is. It is, is what it is. This is the end. This is the endings for the people who have been sitting on the books for like twenty fucking years. Right. So, 
it, it, I'm sure it's frustrating. Um, I mean, anyone who's at this point, it doesn't, they're going to sit you're, through it. You're but, watching through to the end. It doesn't bother me personally. There's some no. things that are, it is annoying where it's like, really? Like, no, John I'd say, coming down from fucking Winterfell, that would have taken like yeah. five or six episodes. I think, I think for people who are frustrated by it, um, I, I think I would say to them, like, try really look for what's ha- what's not happening right to inform you right about what's going on in the show the ultimate game of thrones isn't what's important right right it's it's the song of ice and fire that's important right i wonder so when they were when they were creating the show and they said well we're going to settle on game of thrones because mm-hmm. it's titled the first book um presumably they knew what was going to happen at the end you know because if it plays out the way we think it's going to play out that title doesn't make terribly much sense but at the same time that's what the show was about for the vast majority of it right 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 and it still kind of is right because if the night's king comes down and devastates everything you could technically he's taken the Iron Throne. He's not necessarily sitting on it, but he's certainly taken it. Eat it. Eat it. He's gonna eat it. Yeah, he's gonna eat it. He's That's gonna, what's gonna eat happen. the Iron Throne. Uh-huh. It'll be great. Sure. Oy. Did we miss any Cersei stuff? Uh, then she she tortures the uh, Sand Snakes. Uh. She comes in. Her and Jamie fuck, and she's just like, yeah, and I don't care. Everybody knows. There's no reason. It's just, yeah, this is what we're doing now. Right. It's fine. Well, I think, I, I do think <clears throat> one thing, we we did cover, I think, everything that happened in the episode. I think the one thing we didn't cover, at least not directly, again, it's one of those things that's happening off screen that you're not necessarily seeing is the chess match between Jamie and Tyrion. And you have because I mean everything that's happened militarily, right? Has right, been right, right. Jamie and Tyrion was like, take Casterly Rock. That's the seat of power of the Lannisters. And Jamie's like, it doesn't really have any significance, right. Anymore. I mean, it means something to me because it was my childhood home, but meh. Because you know they talk about, and again you see it in that preview for next week about let's not be clever because Tyrion. Tyrion is clever. He is clever, and that won him a battle. Right. That's not necessarily going to win wars. I mean, it's kept him so, him alive. It's kept him alive. As well, right. but you're absolutely right. You right. know, and Jamie is. He's he, a soldier. We, he's we a have master seen, technician. Though, that Tyrion does have a mind for strategy. He does, and he's not wrong. No, no, but no. But no. I think. Um, you know, there there is that bit of military experience that he's missing. Right. No. No. For sure. So, for sure. I just so don't want to. So it is interesting. Right. Right. You know, because ultimately, Danny's going to win this war with Cersei, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Who it, knows? Um, I ultimately think she might even abandon it too, because she's coming around to John's side. They're fucking by the end of the season, and yeah. So, let's let's explore that for a minute. Let's explore these two characters fucking for a moment, shall we? Um, 
Because really, who doesn't want to see Kit Harrington take his shirt off? Yeah, he doesn't do much for me. Go go watch Seven Days in Hell. Um, <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. Um, um, you should watch that, seriously. You should just go it's watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's amazing. If, if Danny abandons the war, mm-hmm. leave Cersei in charge of King's Landing. Well, here's the thing. I don't know that they're abandoning the war. Uh, I'm, I don't think so either, but I'm just... Oh, you're spitballing. Okay, spitballing. go ahead. Uh, if she does leave Cersei in King's Landing... Um, it would kind of be an interesting way to go about it, because eventually Cersei would be killed not in that as a result of glorious battle, but because all the forces in the north are retreating, and she just gets caught up in it. Mm. And it would be an, it would be like because we assume Cersei's going to have just this grand end. It's go- It will be glorious. It will be. But I don't. But will it be by the hand of the North? How far? Well, is it going to be the North? Like, how far south are the Night's King's armies going to get? I'm assuming they're getting. I think King's Landing is being taken. Yeah, I think so too. Because it all comes back to that prophecy, and that vision of seeing winter, uh, in the throne room. Right. Exactly. And you know, I. It, with the way this show is, I take that a little more literally. Right. You, yeah, exactly. So I I really do think, you know, either, that it is coming all the way down there. And because uh, that's the other thing is that's the only the whole point of that they keep, that John keeps making is we all need to come together. Right. You know, we need the full forces of Winterfell. We need the full forces of the Seven Kingdoms. Of Westeros, to, not Winterfell. Right. Right, to actually fight them off, and then some, probably. Well, the other thing is, I don't see... Because I, I, I feel like they re- the Starks retook Winterfell. I don't know that we see them retreat from Winterfell. Maybe not this season. I don't know, though. Cause... You don't think at all? I don't know. I think that's probably going to be your last stand place. Well, we do know there are ice dragons under Winterfell. Oh, uh, who didn't take off their tinfoil hat now? <laughs> <laughs> I got to see if we can find real tinfoil. Like proper instead of uh, aluminum? Yeah. Yeah. I, we, I remember in chemistry class back in high school, my the teacher brought out, she had like proper. a roll of tinfoil. Yeah. Um, just to like show, yeah, like that stuff you use in your kitchen, that ain't tin. I mean, it says aluminum foil. It there. does. So, I don't know that anyone's confusing it for tin foil. Well, that was the weird thing about the way she presented it. I don't know. Anyways. She who? The, the chemistry teacher. Oh, I don't fucking know. She's like saying, like, you guys are all calling it tin foil. I'm like, no, actually. Call it foil. Yeah. We, can I have the aluminum foil, please? <laughs> She's got she's got her she's got her tinfoil truther pamphlet. <laughs> All right, so I think uh we've been yammering for over an hour now. So, um I think next week we do not only a recap of the episode or a conversation about the episode, but maybe a uh kind of uh, evaluation of where our predictions stand so far. And, I mean, we do this anyway, and then kind of see... I think you'll get a lot of the pieces in place next episode, because it is the midpoint of the season. Mm-hmm. 
and then we can kind of plot out how the rest of it is going to uh, going to end. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. All right, folks. As always, thank you for uh, spending the time with us. We do appreciate it very, very much. So very much. Uh, if you'd like some more wondrous puma knife action uh you can jump on the website which is what team puma knife.com where we have a couple other uh podcasts that we do we do after the movie which is uh bob and i yammering on for you know hours at a time about various new releases we just have a uh, episode in the can for atomic blonde which we saw last night should be coming mm-hmm. out later this week should also have our uh, spider-man episode of that done as well this week we just finished editing that uh this weekend then we also have Improvised Weapons, which drops on Wednesdays. I believe uh, Sam and his cohorts are uh, deep into their second campaign, so you should definitely check that out. Uh, they're in about uh, episode six or seven now. Um, yeah, around there. Yeah, so jump yeah. in. It's a, it's, a, it's a grand old time. Sam does voices, which I thoroughly appreciate. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Lady Near the Lake on Twitter. Um, Bob, where can people find you? At the new Time Lord. We also have the Team Puma Knife uh, Twitter account, which is what, at Team Puma Knife? At Team Puma It's all very easy, folks. We want to keep this easy for you. And, yeah. So that's going to do it for us. We will see you next week. I don't remember the name of the episode, but for episode four. So you have yourselves a lovely evening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. (laughs) 